Good morning, beloved. So you know when I wrote the word this morning. Uh, good to see all new. Anyone new in beloved? Raise your hands up. I can see some new faces. Good to see you. Third time. Sorry. Okay. I. I the welcome team knows who are new. Anyone who's joining us new on Zoom, you're welcome to beloved. Good to have you with us. Keep coming. Keep hearing the word. The word is going to change your life. Good to have Nicole's mom here with us, Diane. Uh, so for those who don't know, Diane and Nicole lead uh, Kochi uh, SLS, okay, Kochi Beloved. And this time they had Zoom. And suddenly when they had Zoom, there was multiplication of sons online. Uh, okay, and I just saw so much of growth in there. People down south, I think from different cities were able to join in. Okay, and I've seen so many testimonies that came out and I want to take one testimony just to encourage all the people who are leading the leading these uh, SLSs that are happening all across. Um, it was in Goa. Now the word says, he who refreshes is himself refreshed. That word actually means life is multiplied. That means he who gives life, life is multiplied to him. So someone gave a testimony in Goa because every son, sometimes they tell me they're waiting for their lives to get fixed. And when everything is in order, then I will start something. The kingdom doesn't work like that. Your life is fixed in the journey because it is not connected with you. You're actually your blessings are connected with many people along with you in that journey. And that's what the body is. God designed it in uh, such a way where you need the body because everything is coming from the body. And I've seen this even as church started that I can't see it all together. I need people to make me see certain things. I receive things from the body as well. So in Goa, Goa wasn't multiplying. I was like just praying and things. You know, I said, why is it not going? And everyone, I guess they were waiting for people to come. But a son is a fisher. Jesus went and fished. He chose Matthew, John, all of the gospels that you read, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Who went and fished them? Who went and fished them? Jesus. Who started the church? The church of the firstborn. Jesus. So a son is a life-giving spirit. And so the testimony came on this um, in, in Goa. And um, this, uh, so Rishi got on, uh, you know, go, uh, go on Zoom just to sort of like give everyone a push. So he started on and a testimony came. It was, uh, I'm taking the name, uh, Christie's husband who shared something that he was waiting for many, many years to happen. Suddenly all things came together and he got some sort of things that he desired uh, you know, certain office closed down and certain person that he wanted to be on his team. All of this started happening. And I noticed that two weeks ago, he started with his wife. He sat with his wife for the SLS. He was on the, he was on the Zoom. He was in that meeting. Do you think God could have not done it four years ago or many years ago for him? But the minute he came just, just to be part of something, to be a life giver, even just to come at that time and just sit with his wife maybe, Everything came into order. It's because your life is fathered. You are not called to blow out your fires. 
the devil puts them there and makes you think like you need to blow out your fires and when then all are blown out, then you start something. You are called to be the extinguisher for others. So when you go out and are being a life-giving spirit, you'll realize he has blown out all your fires. The kingdom works like that. So I want to encourage everybody to give the little you have. Because if you're stuck in a place and you feel like I'm not filled, it's because you're not giving what you already have. It's like the talents in the Bible you read in the gospel, right? The one who went and multiplied it got increased. The one who just kept it, nothing happened. Even the father wasn't pleased. So today I'm going to talk about communication with each other. Okay, recently in the past week, I've had, I've seen a lot of couples, like a lot of people write to us in Beloved, we have marriages and people counsel in marriages and I've seen relationships, whether it's mother and daughter and different types of relationships. And uh, recently I had somebody who wrote to me about uh, a couple getting divorced. Okay, and they were like, what should we do? We do not want them to get divorced. How do we save this? What is, what is the wisdom that I can give them? And I told them, I gave him this one word. I said, a relationship is built in wisdom and understanding. It says it is built with wisdom and understanding. God can bring something together, but without wisdom and understanding, something that God has brought together can fall apart is because you did not use wisdom and understanding. And in any relationship, communication is the most important thing to build oneness. Without communication, there is no oneness. How many people read the Bible? Put your hands up. How many of you have a favorite version of the Bible? Tell me your favorite versions. Huh? KJV. Thus thou thou. NIV. Pictures are there. TPT. Message Bible is a very yo Bible. NLT. I like NLT. Huh? PPT. Priya Bhattal translation. That will come out at some time. Why, why did somebody make so many translations? What was the purpose? What does, why did they feel they need to communicate? Like if you read NKJV, it says you are the righteousness of God in Christ. If you read NLT, it says you have been made right with God. So I tell somebody, read both. Because then it hits home. What was the purpose of God? Like God rose up, uh, raised up some people to have translations. For what? So that he can communicate with you. And what happens with good communication? Comes understanding. And what happens with understanding? 30, 60, 100. So what will the devil attack first if he doesn't want growth? No communication. Zip. No one talks to each other. No proper communication. Because the fruit is affected by communication. I've seen so many people when, you know, even in relationships, whether it's mother and daughter, and when they talk to me, or whether it's father and son, and one thing I realized, that they don't communicate with each other. And it's so simple. And without communication, there is no understanding, because they don't understand each other. 
So the ability to communicate, that's why we have a Q&A. You know why we have a Q&A? Because I could be speaking something here and in my head, I see it exactly, this is it. But when I see your questions, I come to know what I have communicated. Has it been understood the way I am seeing it? And through your questions, I come to know that. That's why we have SLSs, so that maybe someone else presents it and communicates it in a way that you can understand it. Because with understanding comes growth. See, I'm a good communicator. I'm not going to let the devil come and make me not communicate. Yes? We're going to read today's word. It's very, very important. Also, I have a message for all the animal lovers. Beloved is not a pet-friendly church. Please keep your pets at home. Okay? This is a word from the Lord. I will read it. It might offend some people, but you're here for increase. Are you here for increase? Are you a son? We are giving the gospel to pets and saving more pets. Creation is waiting for the manifestation of pets. Of sons. They will be freed. Relax. They will go to heaven. All of them. But we are called to get lost sons in. Okay? So there is a serious message for the animal lovers also today. We are not going to get offended by it. Okay, but it's going to cause growth. One pet, fine. Five pets, so distracted. Okay, anyways, I'll get to the pet later on. Okay, let's go to Genesis. Why did the fall happen? So let's look at communication skills between Adam and Eve. Okay, let's read Genesis 2. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed, and out of the ground the Lord God made every tree grow, that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now come down a few verses. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Who did God speak this to? Who was this spoken to? Adam. Okay. Verse 18. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Whose idea was multiplication? Father's idea. Is Malaika, your eyes are closing. Someone asked me, I don't sleep outside, but when I come to church, I don't know what happens. My eyes close. Do you know why? It's because the devil knows the investment of the word that it will do in your life. Slap yourself, pinch yourself, do anything, but don't fall asleep when the message is going on. Because this, if you sleep, there is no understanding. But if you hear this, it has the ability to change everything for you. So get up, shake yourself, do anything, but stay alert in church. Okay? And the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to the birds of the air and to every beast of the field. But 
For Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. Who did God make in his image? Animals? Man in his image. Who comes first in your house? Animal. If you treat your animals greater than the ones, your, your loved ones, it's disorder. You really need to rethink. Don't get the wisdom from the world. It's foolishness. We are sons. We stay in order. Okay? Who was created in God's image? Animals. Man was created. God created Adam. Okay. And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman. That's why she's called woman. And he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. How come he recognized her as one? Because she came out of him. Oneness is that. Okay? She called... She she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. Now comes the fall. Look at this. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. The Bible calls Satan an accuser. He is also a deceiver. He lies. That's why we are all we are called to do is be alert to his deceptions. So deception can come in very slyly and you don't even know that you are being deceived. And he can bring in distractions. Okay, and we're going, to, we're going to see that through the word today. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Did he say that? Did God say that? That you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Okay. And the woman said to the serpent, Now see this, she has heard correctly. She is not heard wrong. She is actually telling him the correct thing. We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. So did Adam communicate it correctly to her? Yes. Read it. She said, God told Adam, don't eat out of this tree. Out of all the other trees, you can eat. Now she is saying, devil is saying, out of all trees you can't eat? She is saying, no. We can't eat out of, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. God has said, you shall not eat, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Barabar bola. Adam told her properly. Now see where the problem comes. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. She Now she is hearing a voice. First time, God spoke to Adam. Second, this time, who is speaking? There is no recollection of God speaking to Eve. God spoke to Adam. 
Eve is on her trip, then Adam goes and speaks to Eve. Now Satan is speaking to Eve. So when the woman saw the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took off its fruit and ate. Did she go back to Adam and consult him? Because in the first verse it was said they both are one. So how did the fall happen? Pride. I've got this. I can handle this all by myself. I see what even Adam doesn't see. In oneness, there is perfect communication. I see this in marriages. It comes, and every time I hear the couple, and I'm not even married, but I see them that each one thinks it is right. And they go and do something. There is no communication that we are one. And in oneness, there is wisdom. The more you start seeing each other as one, that I need this other person because this person is going to make me see something that I don't see. You'll have the wisdom of God come into it. How did Adam, how did Eve fall? Or how did she do something that was not God? She just didn't take it to Adam. She made a decision for him and heard somebody else's voice. Now see this. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took off its fruit and ate. So she ate it first, made a decision. She also gave it to her husband with her and he ate. She took off its fruit and ate. She also gave it to her husband with her and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves covering. I'm just going to read a little ahead. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? And now look what Adam does. He blames his wife. Then the man said, the woman whom you gave to be with me. God Priya, I got a sign that my husband was from God. I prayed about it. This marriage is from God. Then how did it fall apart? See this. And the man said, the woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me of the fruit and I ate. God can join something. But why did the fall happen? It takes wisdom and understanding, how does wisdom and understanding come? I just told you. Communication. No communication. No communication. No understanding. Broken. Fall happened. There is a lot of wisdom in today's message. Go and hear it again. It will fix things in your households. If you learn to communicate. And if the other person doesn't want to communicate, pray, Father, open up their heart that they will Listen, okay? I believe things will change. And the Lord said to the woman, What is this you have done? 
the woman said the serpent deceived me and i ate so the lord god said so the lord god said to the serpent because you have done this you are cursed more than all the cattle and more than every beast of the field on your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life i will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel to the woman he said i will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception in pain you shall bring forth children your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you all of this is the curse that fell on because of the fall then to adam he said because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which i commanded you saying you shall not eat of it who was the head in the house who was the head adam because eve didn't come to him he would have made a decision i believe had he just come because he has heard god's voice eve was not given eve just heard the devil's voice but eve was called to be a helper for adam in the new covenant who's called the helper holy spirit so what is the job of the helper what does the holy spirit do he convicts you of righteousness he builds you up he edifies you so even in your marriages what are you doing with each other i've always seen instead of telling somebody what to do tell them who they are because if you tell them who they are then they will do what they are supposed to do i'll give you an example say your kid is sleeping the whole day and worried about something and instead of saying get up and now go to work just say the father loves you so much it's not in your nature whatever this is you're an overcomer tell that word and then go then because they meditate on who they are they'll get up out of the bed and do and go and do that reaffirm edify the word if you've not done this just try it instead of telling them where not to sit and eat tv don't sit and eat food and watch the tv tell them let's sit on the table instead of saying don't sit in front of the tv reaffirm what is good start doing this in small things okay so then to adam he said is beloved awake because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree which i commanded you saying you shall not eat cursed is the ground for your sake in toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you and you shall eat the herb of the field in the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground for out of it you were taken for dust you are and to dust you shall return and adam called his wife's name eve because she was the mother of all living also for adam and his wife the lord made tunics of skin and clothed them then the lord god said behold the man has become like one of us to know good and evil and now least he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever therefore the lord god sent him out of the garden of eden to till the ground from which he was taken so he drove out the man and he placed a cherubim at the east of the garden of eden and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the tree of life in the new covenant your part of which tree and it says if you eat the tree of life you will live forever that's why in your path righteousness means there is no death in your path you become the righteousness of god in christ okay i'm going to read some verses proverbs 
3, 4. Through skillful and godly wisdom, a house, a life, a home, a family is built. And by, how is it established? And by understanding, it is established on a sound and good foundation. And by knowledge, its rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Let's read that again. Through skillful and godly wisdom, a house, a life, a home, a family is built. Sometimes I've seen in marriages, especially in relationships, money, something so insignificant, but can just put the whole house in disorder. And we've given counsel, we've told the husband or one of the, or both the people, go get a job. I have personally known couples and the couple went into adultery and things like that happened just because of money. Because the guy was not working, he thought, and this is clear wisdom. And you know where it came from? Pride. Because this person was not willing to hear from anybody else. The word that came was, God has told me I'm going to start an independent business. And I remember being a very young person that time. I said, but both of y'all are going to go into business. And I was a young kid that time. And I said, I think it's wise that one should have a full-time job. I was not mad at nothing. I was just seeing this person. But they said, no, we are both going in by faith to build this business. And they had children involved. And I just saw on the outside, I was like, I don't think this looks like wisdom. Because if both are going into full business, sometimes with the pressure of money, you'll make silly decisions. When you have a 9 to 5 job, it gives it easier to make clear decisions. Much later, years later, the, the person slipped into adultery. And it destroyed their marriage. But first came pride that I see it and no one else sees it. God spoke to me. Listen, God designed it in such a way, the body. Don't ever think that you see it all. You need somebody who can see things for you because you have so many blind spots that you can't see, but others can see. And through communication, and I felt God came many years ago, but they didn't see the wisdom that came out. Went on their own trip and it destroyed the marriage. And grace held the marriage together and they... They're very well today. But so much could have been avoided by just the guy or the woman going and getting a job. Because money would have been in the family. The husband could have done his business. So there wouldn't be any strain. So how did things happen? Why was the marriage not... Why did it go through up and down? Let's see this. Through skillful and godly wisdom... A house, a home, a family is built. And by understanding, it is established. Most couples, 99 is this. Just through wisdom. And wisdom is something that you have to receive the wisdom when you see it. Take it. Go. It, the Bible clearly says that even eldership, they are put like overseers of your soul overseers of your soul. That means for you. So that when you receive that, it's going to cause growth for who? For you. Take the wisdom. You know, 
on Zoom, I was just telling somebody, and I was in good chat. I said, we spoke about Zoom links two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I said, why didn't anyone step on it and do it? Because wisdom came through the eldership, however, it depends on the person if you take it. It's the Lord speaking. Receive. Don't put a face on Jesus. Receive the word. It'll bear witness in your heart. Okay? By knowledge, its rooms are filled and with all precious and pleasant riches. Say, I am understanding. How does understanding come? Communication. I'm going to communicate. Say, I'm going to communicate. Old man does not communicate. New man in Christ is a very good communicator. Jesus is the best communicator. He makes parables. He makes everything simple so that you get it. He is a good communicator. Say, I'm a good communicator. Ephesians 4.11. Now, this is talking about the body. And his gifts to the church were varied, and he himself appointed some as apostles, special messengers. What are apostles? They start churches, plant churches. Some are prophets who speak a new message from God to the people. Some are evangelists who spread the good news of salvation. And some are pastors and teachers to shepherd and guide and instruct. And he did this to equip and perfect the saints for works of service to build up the body of Christ until we all reach, what does it say? Oneness. What is oneness? I am one with you, you are one with me. When Jesus says, I only speak what my father speaks. I only do what my father do, my father does. What is oneness? How can you be one if you don't know each other? Can there be oneness? I know my father and the father knows me. Do you think father and son communicate? He's born of the word. What is word? What is words? Communication. Words. The word became flesh. What is revelation? How do you get revelation? If I am able to communicate it well, then comes understanding for you. And then comes increase. You shall know the truth and the truth sets you free. How is all of this done? Did Jesus just come and zip his mouth? to show him his face everywhere. It says the word became flesh. What was he doing? Communicating, speaking. He had all his disciples. He told them, you go and do what? Zip your mouth and just go everywhere and just show yourself. Do what? Speak. The word. I was telling somebody this Bible is a dangerous book because this Bible has the ability to bind somebody if they're in the old. And this word has the ability to set somebody free. If you don't discern the covenants, one binds. And people are falling sick and dying. And bad things are happening because they're under the law. And the same book has the ability to free somebody. That's why you need the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit bears witness with you inside the spirit that you are sons of God, not servants, not in the old. 
Okay? Okay, so let's read ahead. Beloved is awake. Where was I? To build the knowledge of the Son of God, growing spiritually, to become a mature believer, reaching to the measure of the fullness of Christ, manifesting His spiritual completeness and exercising our spiritual gifts in unity, so that we are no longer children, spiritually immature, tossed back and forth like ships on a stormy sea and carried about by every wind of sifting doctrine, by the cunning and trickery of unscrupulous men, by the deceitfulness scheming of people ready to do anything for personal profit. What does it say in verse 15? But speaking the truth or communicating the truth, how? It says, let your words be dipped with grace. What does it say? But speaking the truth in love. In all things, both our speech and our lives expressing the, His truth. Let us, so what happens through communication? Let us grow up in all things into Him, following His example, who is the head Christ. From him, the whole body, the church, in all its various parts, joined and knitted firmly together by what every part supplies, when each part is working properly, causes the body to grow and mature, building itself up in unselfish love, speaking the truth in. So each one, apostle, pastor, teacher, everything, 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 everyone is doing their job for what? So that they come into oneness. Do you know what oneness means? I know Rishi. I know Hebron. I know I'm one with them. I'm one with what in them? With Christ in them. With the spirit in them. So anyone who is coming against me or anyone who is coming against him is coming against? What did Jesus say to Paul? To Saul? Why are you? Saul is going before he got saved. He's going and killing. He thinks he's doing service to God. I imagine you can think you're doing things to God and was he doing it to God? He's going and killing people. These all new Jesus people because obviously he doesn't know who Jesus is. And then Jesus appears and says, Why are you doing it to me? If you say anything against him, you're saying it to me. To Christ. He who is coming against you is coming against the apple of his eye. What is that? Oneness. The Father is one with you and we are one with each other. I'm telling you the importance of communication is so important. I see it in my workplace. You can see it even in your professional places wherever you work. Where there is no communication, there is a disorder. And no relationship can stand if there is no communication. The employees will also leave is because the boss is not able to communicate. I was in my workplace yesterday. I gave an instruction to my assistant. I said, go and give this fabric at this place, this tailor's place. She went and just dumped it on the table. I get a call. Uh, she comes back in the car and I get a call from them. What do you want me to do with this? I said, you went and gave it there they're calling me what to do with it. She's saying, I thought you will speak. 
you know, I would have not had an outfit for my shoot the next day because I'm thinking, I have told her, go and give this there. She thinks, I think you will call and speak. I said, when you gave it, what takes it, how many minutes is it for you to just pick up the phone and call and say, ma'am, speak. So I was telling her the importance of communication, why things, uh, you know, I've seen it in big industries, things go mess because one table, when the file goes from one to another, they didn't communicate from here to here, what needs to be done. And something so small can cause something so big, a big goof up, just because people assume it is done. So many things can get simplified by just good communication. Why did the Bible say it is written? I said, bol do. Why write? Why written word? It is written. How many people say pen it down, send an email? You have verbal conversations, people forget. Write it down. Why is it it is written? What happens with written? It's communicated. Read it. So there's no error, room for error. It is the written word. Say, I'm a good communicator. Every time I'm sitting with Rishi and Jigar also, uh, Rishi and Hebron, I try to say, I said, I'm speaking this, now tell me, repeat back. Because I like to see when I, I'm saying something A, are you understanding A or B? And then I have to say, no. I did not say, I said this, 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 you are seeing this, 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 no. Reply back. Sometimes, so many times I have to define what love is. I say love each other. Yes, we have to just love each other. No. Love also means go get a job. Love means in the morning, maybe go and help your wife with the dishes. So spelling out what love means. Not just I love you, I love you, but not doing anything. So I have to sometimes communicate it to the boys. Love means this. One, two, three. Are you sending messages also of I love you? Love means, are you putting your head on the, on, the, on the head or patting and showing some affection? Love means, so what is that? Now I've realized PP has to communicate what love means. Because sometimes I just don't know. Communicating and through communication comes understanding, oh, it means getting a job, yes. And through that, oh, the relationship became nice. Suddenly now there's money in the house. To buy things for each other, to go out and have a good time for coffee. I'm telling you, when I look at the relationships right now, there's no perseverance to even make it stick it through. It's just throwing eggs at each other and I feel the eggs are thrown is because no one has the ability to communicate. Communicate it, have sit and through communication comes understanding. And I've seen so much when it takes the middle person to sit and both are communicating. Now they see, yeah. Understanding. They weren't able to understand because just no communication. And through understanding comes growth. Say, I am understanding. Look at this, James 1. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear. So for communication, you need to hear. Hear. Say, I am hearing. Will you allow people to talk? Will you be the listener or no? I'm not going to take any calls. Block the person. Let's read that again. What does it say? So then, beloved brethren, 
let every man be swift to slow to and slow to be impulsive wrath it means impulsive because the impulsiveness of man what did eve do impulsive she was not swift to hear slow to speak slow to be impulsive all not ticked off not done and so what happens impulsive of impulsiveness of man does not produce the righteousness of god had she just gone and communicated things could have been different proverbs 18 he who willfully separates himself from god and man seeks his own desire he quarrels against all sound wisdom a close minded fool does not delight in understanding but only in revealing his personal opinions unwittingly displaying his self indulgence and his stupidity i've taken another version a man who isolates himself seeks his own desire he rages against all wise wisdom a fool has no delight in understanding but in expressing his own heart what is this talking about in the multitude of counsel there is there is in the multitude of counsel there is there is safety you know in beloved i see i've realized it's a church it's not an organization the body is not there are certain things departments that i i feel like if i get in i can do a better job i choose not to because it's not it's a body and i have to allow people to go ahead because it causes growth so i am an observer i just observe like if you notice the tech for months i don't even view it or i come once view the tech group what's going on and all i just ask them just tell me what the money you need i will sanction what you need the mic you need this 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 they tell i don't get involved in tech because i don't know anything about tech and then don't talk to me tech god has raised tech people in beloved sometimes the word is going forth and i feel like i could have said this and this 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 it would have gone better and then i'm told the holy spirit i have to see christ in them and that the holy spirit is working and he wanted to say just that and so i allow that and i need to is because it causes growth i have to trust that the holy spirit is here doing what he wants to do and that we are one that is what any leader is supposed to do cause growth of the other person it's not a one man show i call the shots everyone no it doesn't work like that the body is meant that the eye can't be just the eye somewhere and the finger somewhere else i've got it all way before even things collapse first comes isolation off somewhere i can hear god on my own i don't need the body then i've seen things go off is because first that truth came there was pride that just separated i don't need it you need the body there have been times i told you in my 20 year walk i forced myself to church sometimes there were legalistic churches i would not go to but if i had the opportunity there was a church forget zoom i would physically go it was like priya taking priya by the collar and going this is something that you need i would be my own boss you need fellowship there is something about gathering of the saints 
he's saying there is something that you don't understand about it. It's not on Zoom. It will not come on Zoom. It comes physically being there is something that God has put there for that. I can't explain it. You will feel it when you start coming. And then someone told you something that you needed to hear for that day. Or someone laid hands on you and then you got set free. The body is designed in such a way. Is your eye on Zoom and your finger somewhere else? Or are they physically attached to you? Say yes or no. Lift up your finger. Is your finger on Zoom? So when you come to church, is your finger also coming? Or fingers left on in home? You are understanding what I'm saying. Sometimes people write to me saying, your metaphors you don't understand. <laughs> Only I understand. So we need many other sons who are using different metaphors. You are understanding what I'm saying. Matthew 13. Then he spoke many things to them in parables saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow and he sowed. Some seed fell by the wayside and the birds came and devoured it. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched and because they had no root, they were withered away. And some fell among thorns and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop. Some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. What fell? The seed. What is the seed? The word. Okay, let's read ahead. And the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? He answered and said to them, Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For whoever has... To him more will be given. One second. Now see this. And he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Doesn't that sound rude? Whoever does not have, even the little, array, let it be, no. But even that little will be taken away. I was. This is what I was telling you about multiplication. You come, you sit. You just want to hear. You can say sun, 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 sun. Kuch nahi hoega. And then you will tell me, I am saying sun, 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 nothing is happening. Because sun is a life-giving spirit. You come, you sit, and you are quoting, I am life-giving spirit. But not giving the life. Your whole body knows, say sun, 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 kuch bhi nahi diya, jo bhi hai, wo bhi nahi hai. Oneness means in everything. What Jesus speaks, who he is, what he does is all. There is no confusion. When you really believe you are a life-giving spirit, you will give the tiny dot you have. And it will be multiplied. Imagine a mustard seed tree grows so much. Give and it will be multiplied back to you. Say I am a life-giver. Now see this, therefore I speak to them in parables because seeing they do not see and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. So why don't they understand? And in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled which says, hearing you will hear and shall not understand and seeing you will see and not perceive. For the hearts of this people have grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing and their eyes they have closed.
lest they should see and their eyes with their eyes and hear with their ears lest they should understand and their hearts and their hearts with their hearts and turn and i should heal them what came after understanding healing but blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear for assuredly i say to you that many prophets and righteous men desire to see what you see and did not see it and hear what you hear and did not hear it therefore hear the parable of the sower when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart you know my number one thing in beloved i'm constantly looking to simplify to simplify how many have that book for dummies i used to use that in my 10th standard mathematics for dummies and i got 140 on 150 i failed my whole school life i used to give plums and has to bribe my teachers to pass in 10th standard everyone was shocked because i got highest marks in maths but i went to a book called mathematics made simple for dummies i found it so easy that time but you know what made it easy because someone spoke very simple something so complicated made it so simple that through the simplicity came understanding and through the understanding came i got 140 on 150 the devil it says be very careful that he doesn't make the word of god complicated takes you away from the simplicity that is in the gospel in christ someone said you know i'm trying to be a son and i'm finding it very difficult i'm quoting i said that's the biggest lie you'll believe stop trying to be someone you were born you are born the righteousness of god in christ relax we're not trying to become something who we are it's a rest you're understanding what i'm saying we're learning to rest more okay so look at this it says here but he who received the seed did i finish that okay i'm reading the whole thing therefore hear the parable of the sower when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart this is he who received seed by the wayside but he who received the seed on stony places this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy yet he has no root in himself but endures only for a while for when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word immediately he stumbles now he who received seed among the thorns is he who hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful but he who received the seed on good ground say i am good ground is he who hears the word that means what is the ground jesus just first said that they can't understand because their hearts are dull they can't hear it's like hard what is good soil it's a humble soil that is constantly saying that yeah i want to hear something father show me show me where i can't see it or where i think i see it all but it's not you and show me is constantly awake to hearing christ in others and seeing what the lord has to say see this he who receives seed on good ground is he who hears the word 
and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. How is your marriage going to grow? Thirty, sixty, hundred? Talk, just listen to your husband, even though he's not making sense. First listen. Understand from where his point of view is, where he is coming. You know, recently I baptized mom and uh, my cousin. So I wanted to baptize my brother. Like the tub is there, everything is there. So I told Sandeep, I said, come on, I'm going to baptize you. And he just said, no. And I got so irritated. And then he's telling me, I'm going to go to Israel, me and my friend, and we get baptized in Jordan. Like as if that is more holier. And in my head, I was like, Ugh. and then I was trying to see from his perspective, like I could have got angry. And then I realized, you know, like Jesus, everyone wants to own him and be loved by him in the most special way. And like, you know, the ladies sometimes can be bosses in the family. Like you're excelling in career, excelling, then Jesus may also excel, you become pastor and all that. And this is something that maybe you don't want to share with anybody. Like Jesus is mine and I want to feel most loved. And then I knew that it's coming from a place of like, like, no, Jesus is mine and this will be more special. And then I had to give that grace like, yeah, this is how it will be. How beautiful to get baptized in where Jesus got baptized. And I had to give that grace because it comes from a sense of like, you know all about Jesus, but I want to own him in a way. You're understanding what I'm saying. And I saw that. So at first I got a little irritated when he said that. And then I understood why will he say that? Where is he coming from? Where is that heart coming from? And then I was wondering, have I made it my Jesus, your Jesus? Because in my family, I was always like, or the girls were always like, yay Priya, yay Priya. And Sandeep, my brother wasn't. And so I need to give that grace like, yeah, I don't want to come and have that same relationship in Christ in you where I feel like, oh, Christ loves me more and not you. I don't want that. The last thing I want to cause division is in my family with Jesus. Let everyone know that Jesus loves them most and have that relationship. That's why even in your families, don't make it my Jesus, your God, my God our Jesus and the best thing you'll do is tell them that he loves you the most just say that father loves you so much you are his beloved it's not taking away anything from you just say that it'll melt the person stop telling them what they should do tell them who they are parents to your children husbands to your wives wives to your husbands I'm also learning this Okay, Ephesians 1.17 That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of... What is the Father also praying? That you have wisdom and revelation, the knowledge from the eyes of our... Why, why is the Father praying this? That you have wisdom and understanding. Because it's about relationship with Him. And how is he thinking that our relationship with him also will get good? Through? The Bible is relationship, no? You have a problem with, how many people write to me? Problem with God not hearing and all of this. Communication skills, man, with your own father are messed up. What is he praying? That you have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. 
that we may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. That means we receive all the inheritance, growth comes in, how? Wisdom, understanding. So I'm always praying, Father, give me an understanding heart that I may understand our oneness. I want to know your ways, your heart. In all things, I'm understanding. Even when I look at Paul and all of this, I understand his heart. Then if he says something here and there, no, I have understood Paul, what he's saying. He has the revelation of Christ in me. Peter has the revelation of in Jesus' name. So he keeps going in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Paul, when snake bites him, he just does this. He doesn't say in Jesus' name. Because he knows Christ in me. Resurrection life will kick this thing out. They were all growing in their own relationship through wisdom and understanding. So what happens with wisdom and understanding? What is going to happen? Growth is going to come to you. That's what revelation is, growth. And they're going to start walking in all of the inheritance that he has for you. In the next two coming weeks, we're going to talk more about what wisdom and understanding is. Make it more practical. What does wisdom look like? What, does, what did wisdom look like in Beloved? Three years ago, I was doing everything. You were very happy because you were at the receiving end. Only I knew what I was doing. Then I told you tech team came. Then they came to know you were doing all of this before. And then God said, I'm going to raise up people, sons in beloved to do. And then God brought forth certain things. Came wisdom. We didn't have a welcome team. So people used to complain, no one smiles in beloved. Some people left because no one smiles. I'm like, now listen, I can't. And someone left because pastor didn't shake the hand. I said, now come on, yaar. How much I will do? Go and shake the pe people's hands. I don't even know who comes in, people. Or I'm like, I'm a son. The righteous are as bold as a lion. Why should I bow down to the goodness of my father? I Listen, so you, you have no idea what comes to me. And then you have people saying, you don't shake my hand and I left the church. Like so, so then we had still to accommodate these people, we had a welcome team. We put the most smiley, beautiful people at the entrance. I've learned one thing. The ones who come to Beloved with a problem, no, I make them only the solution. You think no one is laughing at you or, or smiling at you? You be the head. And we appoint them. You think the food is crappy? You be the head. Sheetal is telling me, I am going to complain the most so that I will be put in charge of food. And we put Sheetal in charge of food one day and she just had a non-veg menu. And then the people who came and said, there's no veg, she said, too bad, who told you to be veg? So then we had to remove Sheetal from the food team. <laughs> I am just saying, come on, we are a matured church. But you know, there were so many things that God had to bring in me first. And first what he does is he has to make me change the way I see certain things. And so I had to be okay with, yeah, like I didn't care if someone, you know, left. I was like, okay, let them just leave. You know, I can't sit and shake everyone's hand. And then I slept over and I was like, you know, but I have to make accommodation for this. Then I spoke to someone who I oversee also and I, you know, I speak with them because I know that I, beloved, needs it. I'm also accountable. And so they said, have a welcome team. I said, yes, we will have a welcome team. And we made allowances and we made and we're extending grace because everything is about the body working together and it builds each one up. So now we have a food team. Each one is doing their job. It's so nice that I come on a Sunday and sometimes I don't have to speak. The Lord is speaking through somebody else. Because it is a body. Is Jesus physically here? Yes, he is. 
He is. His spirit is here. The Holy Spirit. But did Jesus think now, I will not go on the cross. I will only be here and I will be till the end of the millennial. And I will just be and I'll save the whole world. What did he first do? Peter, follow me. John, follow me. Matthew, Mark, follow. What did he do? Multiply. And that same word 2000 years ago is multiplying and he said greater things you will do. The revelation coming forth, he's not even physically here. Who's doing it? The spirit through his body. Do not put a face on Christ. If you put a face on Christ, you'll miss it. But if you are sensitive to the Holy Spirit, you take that counsel, it will cause you growth. Stop yawning. Matthew 10, 29. Let's come to the animals. Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin? And not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many. I put this up on Facebook. All the animal lovers came and attacked this verse. And says, no, someone did exclamation because it said you are of more value than many sparrows is God saying sparrows are more valuable than you are you getting offended with that word that he's putting you higher than the sparrows I'm telling you the world call, calls bad good there is so much of disorder going on right now I see it with the they and all of that happening we are they and it's also coming with animals. Noah's movie, the last one that was made, it was all about animals. And Noah's family gets left behind. I said, it's not even in the Bible. And I was like, who made this movie up? And it was all about as if God was all about the animals. Oh man, Jesus came. Let's read John 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever, can the animals believe in him? That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world that the world through him might be saved. Who is the one believing? Are you sitting in the gospel to the animals? Are they receiving Christ? Who can you give the gospel to? Lost sons. And they received that word. Please have a balance. And I've seen this whole disruption coming with the animals. I'm, I'm fine that they're there. But you don't make them idols in your life. One pet, okay. Two, still I don't know how that happens. But, but if your pets are ruling your life, seriously, there's disorder. If you have more grace for your pets than your loved ones, big disorder. Please go and give them to a shelter. Let them take care. You go and give money to that shelter. You don't get distracted by your pets. You are called to be a son to save the lost. Recent times I've seen, you know, when this happened, someone said, let's make Beloved a pet-friendly church. And then last week, Rishi told everyone to close your eyes and a cat walked in. And only Rishi's eyes are closed and everyone's eyes are on the cat. And then I realized there is disorder here. I need to, to bring this to light. Is because you all are getting your dogs and cats here and you are so distracted with them. Keep your dogs and cats at home. Beloved is not pet friendly. Okay? You are here for the word. Look at your own household. 
it's one thing to love the animal and it says the righteous cares for the life of his animal i like that it says does not care for the life of his animals cares for the life for his animal one keep there is wisdom in this i'm telling you otherwise they are ruling you they become idols and you don't even know it your whole life has become your cat and dog there are cats and dogs there are clubs now for cats and dogs i went out we were partying last week with the cat friendly place pet friendly place and they just going ju ju you are so cute and everything they don't even care about the person hi hello but the cat and the cat doesn't even know cat thinks they made me wear these clothes that i don't like it's become such a big silly thing i really feel there is disorder in that let animals be animals you were made in the image of god and then adam went and called names for the animals but in the household let the animal be animal i know some slss and i bought cor correction they don't have time is because they are the whole day is gone feeding the cat the dog taking them for a walk so there's no time for the word do you think this is order i'm telling you the devil is deceptive he works in deception and it comes in so subtly where he has got you distracted and you don't even know it and first it was a job okay you got the job back in order but then he made you think of a cat and a dog go adopt one no you know i was supposed to adopt i'm sorry about this but i made a dog tag and everything and then the dog died and this dog trainers tell me send me a picture of the dog when you put the dog tag now how can i tell her hey but the dog only died i don't know how in you know it was a few months ago and then the lord said you are called for something else not right now maybe in the future i might have if i have a dog trainer and then someone is taking the dog and i'll have it as a just pet but i'll make sure that the dog is not ruling me you can get emotions attached and all of this has gone crazy over a animal i know this sounds offensive to some but it is the truth keep them as animals in your life and you are there to give them and grace but let them be animals make sure that you're giving more love to your loved ones let that be the order yes so keep your pets at home we love them but let's love them afar we are here giving life to each other do you want order in your families how many have more than one pet at home raise your hands think about giving i'll tell you take this counsel keep the one think about giving the others maybe to other families not yours you see the order and time that gets multiplied in your life and the grace that are able to give each other i believe sometimes people don't want the fruits of the spirit manifested in them so a dog is a one way communication you're not talking to the dog you are talking there's no communication as such going on and then they do whatever you love and you feel good and you're not dealing with certain things in your life so the pet has become like this chocolate some people eat food some people have pets and it's just like a little way of getting away from dealing with certain things let not that be that the father jesus came so that you can have life and life in abundance in all areas deal with those situations don't get pets to distract you just have deal with it through the word he is going to make you overcome them and then when you are happy and all get the pet get a dog trainer also or whoever to take care so that they're just remaining pets in your lives and not ruling you 
Even children, why do you have the bed? Indian may, they have the baby in the bed. And then the mother, after the baby is born, husband is lost, it's become all about the child. Through wisdom and understanding, relationship is built. Let the baby be in the crib. The baby will cry. Babies cry. Let them cry. Make sure that they are not bossing you. Yes, through wisdom, a relationship is built. So you let the babies be the babies. Husband, wife first. Then comes the baby. I've seen so many things come into order just by that. When it says, husbands, leave your father and mother, be yoked with your wife. In our culture, join family. So many times I said, don't do this, don't do this. Tell your husband right now. No, no, after marriage. After marriage, things didn't get better. Just stay independently. It's in the word, by wisdom. From far, I don't see your pimples. The more closer I come, I see all your pimples. Relationships are very good. My, my own relationship with my mom was very good after I moved out. Very good with my brother also. He was not flinging plates. I was not flinging at him also. Healthy relationship. It was good. I moved out. There was through wisdom. You think wisdom? I'm telling you through wisdom, relationships are built. How come my relationships got better? Not by staying in the house, but by moving out through wisdom. It's there in the word. Just do things. Some things, I'm telling you, things get spoiled. The devil looks and says, this person has no wisdom. And through wisdom, you, you go out, you want to drop a pretty girl late in the night, married. Don't do that. Don't take it in your car. Wisdom. Don't have any confidence in your flesh. Have it all in your spirit. Just wisdom. Boy, talk to boy, girl. You don't need to do any ministering to that married woman. Single man. No, ask. I have, I am one. I'll send my my other counterpart body member who's one with me to do the ministering. I don't need to go and sit and chat and do that. Usually I become very best friends with their wives first and then I will chat with the wife if I have to talk to the husband also. Wisdom. Do things through wisdom. No one plans adultery. Adultery happens because you didn't use wisdom. You just thought you knew it all, you can do it, you've got it all covered and then next thing you know, you've slipped. No one plans it. It's because you did not take the counsel. You thought first comes pride. In the body is all counsel given. Stay with the body. Okay? I'm going to close today on this. And the next week we're going to continue on spirit of wisdom and understanding. It's really this entire month we're going to talk about communication. But for relationships, because I feel like there's an attack on marriages. And like so many people write to me saying I'm just divorcing or I'm getting out of marriages. And I feel it's because no wisdom, no understanding. And the first thing that comes, because there is no communication. The devil loves it. They don't communicate, I can attack. Because with communication comes oneness. Say I'm a good communicator. Yeah. You want growth? 30, 60, 100, first comes communication. Because through communication comes understanding. Through understanding, growth. Okay? Okay, let's take a tithe. Just say, Father, I'm a son in your kingdom. Jesus, you're my high priest. And right now, I give you a tithe of all the increase, of all the life, of all the wisdom and understanding that has come to my soul. And just thank him for all the wisdom and understanding. 
I just thank you, Father, for what you're doing. I thank you for the multiplication. I thank you for increase. I thank you, Father, Father, that the devil has no right in beloved. I thank you for oneness in our hearts that we see you, Father, that we're one with each other in love and in truth, Father. I thank you, Spirit of Wisdom, just say, Spirit of Wisdom, you're one with me. Spirit of Understanding, you're one with me right now. I'm one with each other. Amen.